She smiled placidly again. I know. Ask for Jane. There wasn't much point in arguing with her, so he stalked off up the stairs. The entire place was done up like a very modern state-of-art affair, with mirrors at the landings and black marbled stairs. He could barely imagine coming here every day. After he got up to the first floor, he looked about him. The treadmills and spinners were all hi-fi, none of the automatic kind, and there were some machines he couldn't even name. The walls were done up with huge, glassy, motivational posters, with intermittent television screens all tuned to some music video channel, muted. Strains of some pop song filled the entire room. There weren't many people around, just a couple of old people doing stretches near the full-length mirror. Next to them was a female trainer, dressed in spandex from head to toe, with dark hair and a high ponytail. Henry approached her. Her gaze was fixed upon a little old lady who was doing slow lunges on the carpet. Excuse me, he said. She turned towards him, and he was struck immediately by how attractive she was. Her face was long, with a sharp chin and a sharp nose, and her brows arched delicately over questioning eyes, made up with dark-winged eyeliner. When her head turned, her ponytail swung violently behind her head. Wub-a-dub-dub, he thought, hoping that this was Jane, or at least, whoever she was, she was single. Are you Jane? Henry D'Souza, she said, like the receptionist had but her voice was clear and commanding, imperious almost. He nodded, struggling to keep his expression neutral. She pointed to the small hallway across from her. I'll be with you in a couple of minutes. He went down the hallway that she indicated and pushed open the door to what he only could assume was the staff office. It was a small, neat room with a leathery cot, a chair in front of a study table with a laptop on it, and a metallic, digital weighing scale. To one corner was a shelf with several files stuffed into it, and to the other was a cupboard. Upon the cot he saw a small pile of folded cloth. He examined it and found one white towel and one synthetic shirt of blue and black, the same colors that lady was wearing. It seemed like the fairly obvious conclusion that these had been laid out for him, so he quickly pulled off his polo and donned the shirt. He was just tucking in his polo into his backpack when Jane entered. Her face was as blank as his was. She held out a hand for him to shake. I'm Jane Smith. Welcome to Fitness Dome. Great to be here, Henry said. I see that you've already changed. I'm all about the efficiency, he said flippantly. He liked this, that he was one step ahead of things. But she didn't seem very impressed. She pressed her lips together and walked on past him, proceeding to open the corner cupboard. I mean, I hadn't asked you to, she said in a brittle voice. Yeah, but Henry was confused. He didn't understand her irritation. He had only done what he had to do. I was obviously supposed to. How about next time you just do what I tell you to do, she said snippily. She wiped her face with a towel. For now, I'm training you. Do what I tell you, and only that. Henry bristled at her tone, but her irritation was so strange that he couldn't even properly respond. His lack of words didn't bother her. 
she just went on, saying, It'll start filling up in a couple of hours. I've got this middle-aged hippie nut coming in next. I'm going to need you to assist me. I assure you, he said to her, finally, that I don't require any such training. I don't need to assist you. I've had three years of experience back in New York, at the fitness dome there, so yeah, you can just assign somebody to me straight away. I don't think so, she said. Things work differently here. Differently how? She chose not to respond to his question, instead saying, You have some chocolate around your mouth. Henry lifted his hand up self-consciously and rubbed as hard as he could on his mouth. He felt small and embarrassed. Okay, let's go.